Karma from Japanese Fairy Tales by Grace James. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dale Grothman. Karma from Japanese Fairy Tales by Grace James. A young man, Ido Tadawaki, was returning homeward after a journey which he had taken to the city of Kyoto. He made his way alone and on foot, and he went with his eyes bent upon the ground. For cares weighed him down, and his mind was full of the business which had taken him to Kyoto. Night found him upon a lonely road leading across a wild moor. Upon the moor were rocks and stones, with an abundance of flowers. For it was summertime, and here and there grew a great pine tree with gnarled trunk and crooked boughs. Tatawaki looked up and beheld the figure of a woman before him in the way. It was a slender girl dressed in a simple gown of blue cotton. Lightly she went along the lonely road in the deepening twilight. I should say she is a serving-maid of some gentle woman, Tatawaki said to himself. The way is solitary, and the time is dreary for such a child as she. So the young man quickened his pace and came up with the maiden. Child, he said very gently, since we tread the same lonely path, let us be fellow-travellers. For now the twilight passes, and it will soon be dark. The pretty maid turned to him with bright eyes and smiling lips. Sir, she said, my mistress will be glad indeed. Your mistress? said Tatawaki. Why, sir, of a surety she will be glad because you are come. Because I am come? Indeed, and indeed, the time has been long, said the serving maid. But now she will think no more of that. Will she not? said Tatawaki. And on he went by the maid's side, walking as one in a dream. Presently the two of them came to a little house, not far from the roadside. Before the house was a small, fair garden, with a stream running through it and a stone bridge. About the house and the garden was a bamboo fence and in the fence a wicker gate. "'Here dwells my mistress,' said the serving-maid, and they went into the garden through the wicker gate. Now Tatawaki came to the threshold of the house. He saw a lady standing upon the threshold waiting. She said, "'You have come at last, my lord, to give me comfort.' And he answered, "'I have come. When he had said this, he knew that he loved the lady, and had loved her since love was. Oh, love, love, he murmured, time is not for such as we. Then she took him by the hand, and they went into the house together, and into a room with white mats and a round latticed window. Before the window there stood a lily in a vessel of water. There the two held converse together, and after some time 
there was an old, ancient woman that came with sake in a silver flagon, and she brought silver drinking cups, and all things needful. And Tatawaki and the lady drank the three times three together. When they had done this, the lady said, Love, let us go out into the shine of the moon. See, the night is as green as an emerald. So they went and left the house and the small fair garden behind them. Or ever they had closed the wicker gate, the house and the garden and the wicker gate itself all faded away, dissolving in a faint mist. Not a sign of them was left. Alas, what is this? cried Tatawaki. Let it be, dear love, said the lady, and smiled. They pass, for we have no need of them. Then Tatawaki saw that he was alone with the lady upon a wild moor. And the tall lilies grew around them in a ring. So they stood the livelong night, not touching one another, but looking into each other's eyes most steadfastly. When the dawn came, the lady stirred and gave one deep sigh. Tatawaki said, Lady, why do you sigh? And when he asked her this, she unclasped her girdle, which was fashioned after the form of a golden-scaled dragon with translucent eyes. And she took the girdle and wound it nine times about her love's arm. And she said, O oh, love, we part. These are the years until we meet again. So she touched the golden circles on his arm. Then Tatawaki cried aloud, Oh, love, who are you? Tell me your name. She said, Oh, love, what have we to do with names, you and I? I go to my people upon the plains. Do not seek for me there. Wait for me. When the lady had spoken, she faded slowly and grew wreathful, like a mist. And Tatawaki cast himself upon the ground and put out his hand to hold her sleeve. But he could not stay her, and his hand grew cold, and he lay still as one dead, all in the gray dawn. When the sun was up, he rose. The plains, he said, the low plains, there will I find her. So, with the golden token wound about his arm, fleeting, he sped down, down, to the plains. He came to a broad river, where he saw folk standing on the green banks, and on the river there floated boats of fresh flowers, the red dianthus and the campanula, goldenrod and meadowsweet. And the people upon the river banks called to Tatawaki, Stay with us. Last night was the night of souls. They came to earth and wandered where they would. The kind wind carried them. Today they return to Yomi. They go in their boats of flowers, and the river bears them. Stay with us, and bid the departing souls good speed. And Tatawaki cried, May the souls have sweet passage. I cannot stay. So he came to the plains at last, but did not find his lady. Nothing at all did he find but a wilderness of ancient graves with nettles overgrown and waving green grass 
So Tatawaki went to his own place, and for nine long years he lived a lonely man. The happiness of home and little children he never knew. Ah, love, he said, not patiently, not patiently I wait for you. Love, delay not your coming. And when the nine years had passed, he was in his garden upon the night of souls. And looking up, he saw a woman that came toward him, threading her way through the paths of the garden. Lightly she came. She was a slender girl, dressed in a simple gown of blue cotton. Tatawaki stood up and spoke. Child, he said very gently, since we tread the same lonely road, let us be fellow travelers. For now the twilight passes and it will soon be dark. The maid turned to him with bright eyes and smiling lips. Sir, she said, my mistress will be glad indeed. Will she be glad? said Tatawaki. The time has been long. Long and very weary, said Tatawaki. But now you will think no more of that. Take me to your mistress, said Tatawaki. Guide me, for I cannot see any more. Hold me, for my limbs fail. Do not leave go my hand, for I am afraid. Take me to your mistress, said Tatawaki. The End of Karma by Grace James